0: What happens when someone blames you for your mental health issues? How does that blame turn into shame and how does that prevent you from getting the help you need? Assalamualaikum guys and welcome to the first episode of season 2 of the Mentally Fit Muslims podcast. I'm so happy I made it this far. And Alhamdulillah, thank you for all your support, all your listens. And if you're benefiting from this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your family and friends. A lot of you ask me when I first got bipolar and up till this point now, how did I get through that? So I thought, why not dedicate this season to the road to revival? Inshallah, I'll be mapping out the steps I took to come to this point and how you can get there too. So today's show is all about blame and shame and how that can hinder our progress. Now stay tuned till the second segment because I have a dear old friend who came on and we had a nice chat. Her name is Anila Hussein, and she recently started a really cool project called the Kalbun Salim and we just sat down and chatted about that and how that relates to blame and shame. You know with my mental health issues for a long time I blamed myself. I thought that if I was just stronger, smarter, and just if I could pull it together, if I had enough willpower, I could let go of the depression. I wouldn't be anxious. I wouldn't even have bipolar. And with that blame came a lot of shame. And what do you think the shame did? It hindered my progress. It made me not want to reach out and get help. The problem was that I suffered and the people around me suffered because I was stuck in this game of shaming myself and blaming myself. A lot of you are going through the same thing. Unfortunately, in the Muslim community, we do not have a lot of awareness about mental health issues and because of that people suffer. How can you address a problem if you don't even acknowledge its existence? And before you acknowledge it, how can you solve a problem if you don't even know it exists? You can't. And because of that lack of awareness, There is so much pain. You feel pain in your relationships, in your work life, in your personal life, in your physical health, that pain seeps into every area of your life. So all you see is the symptoms. You don't even know what the cause is. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a pest problem in your home. I'm talking about the insects and centipedes and spiders. So you call the exterminator, they come in, they do a treatment and then a couple of months go by, And then the bugs are back. You see them crawling again. So what do you do? You call them again, you get a second treatment. And then this keeps on going for like three, four months. And then you realize that the problem is not the insects. It's not the solution is not getting another treatment. So you look deeper and you find out that your foundation in your house has cracks. So that is where the insects are seeping in. You decide to address the, the cause. And what do you think is harder to address? The symptoms or the cause? Of course, it's the cause. It's more financially uh, harder. But in the long term, will it solve the problem? Of course, it will solve the problem. But in the beginning, it's a lot of work. And a lot of people, they do not want to put in the work. Or even if they do, they don't know how because they don't know what the cause is. With mental health issues, there are biological components to it. That is one of the main causes. I'm not going to go into that because a lot of people already address that. I'm going to address the spiritual cause. And there's two extremes I've seen in our community. One is that a group of people will say, you know what, if you feel depressed, it's because you're not praying enough and you're not being a good Muslim. And if you just, you know, pull it together, then you would feel better because a Muslim never gets depressed. How could you trust in Allah? So that's one side. The other side is kind of a reaction to the first one, which is people go on the opposite and take a secular approach and say that, you know what, I need to turn to the meds and the doctors and just work out and eat better. It's all like on me. I can do it. I can take care of it. Well, I think these two extremes, they need to come in the middle and we need a holistic approach to getting help for our mental health issues. So the middle means that you start with a love first, you have him in your mind, you have full trust that what you're going through, he can really only pull you out of it. And this is not something that just sounds nice on a blog post or something that sounds nice in a quote. This is actual real life experience. I've gone through when I had the worst, worst suicidal attempt in my life. Literally, I'm not joking. My physical body was checked out. Mentally, of course it wasn't checked out. It was too checked in that there was a whole storm tornado in my head. This might sound a little crazy, but literally at that time I felt Allah's presence. I felt like he was the one watching over me and only he saved me. So that's what I want for you. I want you to address the spiritual cause, start with Allah first and then address everything else. Now, what is that everything else? Inshallah, I'll be sharing that in my upcoming videos. But for now, I just want you to look at your problem objectively, not as a personal failing, not as a spiritual failing, but a problem just like any other health problem problem. Once you realize that your mental health challenges and issues and even illness, it's not a personal feeling. It doesn't mean that you're not strong enough. It doesn't mean you're dumb either. Really? I think that's one of the biggest like issues. Even I thought for a long time, you know what? Because I have this illness mentally, I'm challenged or I'm dumb. Right? Even if somebody said that to you like, oh, you have mental health issues or she has mental health issues, we take that as an insult. We use it as an insult. So the first thing I want you to do is to let go of that blame and shame. Realize this is a test from Allah like any other test and your job is to learn about it and get through it. And in the end, your goal is to get closer to Allah through this. That is your purpose. As a Muslim, make that your purpose. Of course, you can have sub-goals, like I wanna get healthy for my family, for myself. That's all great, but there comes a certain point where you don't wanna get healthy for yourself, or your family's just pissing you off, and you don't wanna be healthy for them. You see, these human things and the things in this world, they change, right? They come and go, our feelings change, everything changes. But the one constant being in our life, the one constant power in our life is Alhamdulillah, it's Allah, it's our Lord. So depend on Him, seek help for your mental health issues for Allah and know that your reward lies with Him, no one else and nothing else. So to recap, to let go and get out of that blame shame game, look at your challenges objectively, stand outside of them and address them as if you would address any other problem. Inshallah, In my next video, I'm going to be talking about what does that awareness mean and how do you go from ignorance to arrogance to knowledge. Now stay tuned because I have a dear old friend who came on and we had a nice chat. Her name is Anila Hussain and she recently started a really cool project called the Kalbun Salim. And we just sat down and chatted about that and how that relates to blame and shame. Assalamu alaikum. Awesome. All right, Anila, welcome to the show. It's the first time I'm having you on. We go way, way, way back. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, alhamdulillah. Thanks for having me on, Sabah.
0: No, 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 you're welcome. I, I was really looking forward to that. I think especially when I started seeing your um, pins on Facebook and you were sending me through WhatsApp, I thought I have to have Anila on because just me reading your pins, it was making me feel uh, just mentally better. So I thought, why not share it with our listeners? So, do you want to um, share how you got started with the Kalbun Salim?
1: Sure. Okay. So, um, a couple of years ago, maybe two or three years ago, I started off as a blog, and I thought that um, I could keep up with it. But um, I think uh, the, the writing process was very tedious, uh, and also uh, I felt like I wanted um, something that was, uh, you know, more compact and. Um, easier to give to an audience. So when I found, um, uh, you know, creating um, uh, small like uh, pins with uh, beautiful quotes, hadith or Quran, I thought that would be easier to, you know, have like your daily dose of, uh, you know, something positive. And uh, so I started and right after a couple of months after COVID. And, you know, um, personally for myself, I think something that, Um, You know, I started for myself, first and foremost, just to wake up in the morning and um, to see something positive and see that, you know, I could, you know, all this inspiration going on. And I don't have so much time on my hands, but one quote or one hadith or one uh, ayah of the Quran, you know, can get me through the day. Whatever, you know, difficulties I'm having or, you know, whatever whatever blessings I'm having, I think, uh, you know, um, going back initially to how I start my day. I think it takes, um, you know, a big toll on you, you know, in a positive sense, inshallah.
0: That's great, because each day I would wake up, I'd get a new WhatsApp message, and I'd open it, and I'd see like two or three pins. And honestly, it made me feel better, too. So I, I, I understand what you're you're going through. And it's funny, because a couple months into COVID is when I started podcasting, too. <laughs> I was, I think, feeling the same way, and I just needed something to motivate me, and Alhamdulillah, it's still going. So, Anila, I wanted to ask you, um, this segment is about blaming and shaming, and how people who have mental health issues, they get blamed from others that, you know, they just need to be stronger. If they had more willpower, they could pull it together, and that leads to shame. And the worst thing is when the person internalizes that talk and it becomes their self-talk and that prevents them from seeking help. What advice would you give to that? Especially, um, I think one of the pins I was uh, talking to you about was the one with the dominoes effect. Um, I'll share it with my viewers, but can you just elaborate on that and how that can help in our mental health?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. The way that I see it, Sabah, um, the way I see it is that you have to be honest with yourself first and foremost. You need to really know yourself and um, and also listen to your inner thoughts, the way you're talking to yourself. And um, that's one of the ways you can be honest with Allah and honest with the way, um, you know, you conduct yourself and honest with people around you. Because once you have that um, confidence that, you know, I have weaknesses and I have strengths, and I need help, and I'm not weak for getting help, and I'm not a bad person because I'm being tested, Um, I think everything is put into perspective. If the Prophets were tested, um, and you know, and our beloved Prophet was tested, um, uh, and why not us? Then why not us? And um, it's not a sign of weakness um, to go through a difficulty, or to you know, have it together. No, I don't think anybody has it together, to be honest. I think that social media plays a, a good part, but also a de- detrimental part in be- making us believe our subconscious that people have it together. When um, you know, everyone is suffering uh, or going through something difficult, but inshallah, that difficulty um, is, is for us, is, is, a, is a way for us to, to perfect our character and to to be a better person whether we're muslim or not muslim um you know allah sends us tests to to you know to really get to know ourselves you know our weaknesses our flaws and um you know uh, ultimately like the hadith says is that you know the muslim the believer um you know we're compassionate and we're affectionate towards each other and we're like a body you know so if one part of the body is aching um you know we're all the rest of it also um, feels that sleep, uh, sleeplessness or that fever. And so that's how I think, you know, that's that's a real community, Sabah, to, to, to really be there for one another. And, and no matter the, you know, the difficulties we're going through, no, no matter the trials, not to be judgmental, and to take it um, a, a step at a time, a day at a time. And um, uh, like I said, like, uh, you know, you said, it's, it's, it's really uh, the way you talk to your inner self that shines on your outer Self, so really be honest with yourself, and um everything's gonna come together once the honesty is there.
0: Well, wow, Nila, I feel like I'm sitting in our holocaust again. <laughs> you remember when <laughs> we used to have them? We're yeah, in, of course. Yeah, we're in the same city, so Alhamdulillah for podcasting. I feel like I'm sitting in your home listening to you again. So it's such yeah, a,
1: Alhamdulillah. It's, it's such a blessing. Yeah,
0: it's such a nice feeling, and I, I really agree with the self talk you're talking about, and. I think when you are compassionate to yourself, then you can then you can only be compassionate with other people. So the fact that we're not able to do that with others, it gives us insight into how we're talking with ourselves. So I really Absolutely. agree with that. Yeah, I think that's very important to remember. Created in trauma, right? That's what it was? Yes. Okay, so do you want to talk about that? Because I really like that one. I think right now yeah. we are kind of in a, trauma with this covid so how do you think yeah how do you think some people can create beautiful things while other people are just kind of suffering and going in the downward spiral what would you say to those people
1: well i could speak for myself um and i could say that um you know um for myself um i feel like um there has to come a point in your life where you feel like you want to give back and you want to create something and by giving um you know in It it, it connects you to Allah Subhanahu. I feel like when you give, um, in essence, whether to yourself, to your family, to others around you, um, you know, whether it's a smile, whether you know it's a good word, um, it's an act of charity. And I find that when we go through a difficulty, or it's it could be classified as a trauma, sometimes um, uh, like the pain and the fear um, blocks us from. talking about it or blocks us from creating anything good in it um, So I think that a lot of people that went through such immense difficulty, they came out as heroes and as winners um, um, you know for others they might not see it that way but the way I see it is that they came out with more resilience, more patience, more gratitude and uh, they see life as um, you know living uh, from from your heart. So you live from your heart each day. Uh, And you appreciate the small moments. You appreciate the small moments, whether it's having a coffee, whether it's you know hearing the sound of the rain, um, you know whether it's you know even being in bed if you're not well, at least appreciating that you have a warm bed, and that Alhamdulillah you know you're able to you know enjoy that moment. It's really coming back to awareness. Um, And yes, I agree that pain and fear are not easy to for the human mind sometimes to come to come to terms with and accept but um, this is the the way of the, the, this is the way Allah SWT wa has made this world you know um, uh, the lower world that you know that we have a higher world inshallah the akhirah and so we know that we're not going to be here for long and we're our journeys towards Allah and inshallah we're aiming for the highest place uh, in the company of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. inshallah
0: Oh, jazakallah khairin for such a good reminder. I think I really needed that. And actually, I just need to hear your voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so oh,
0: I find it calming and it connects me to my heart. And- oh, jazakallah khair, sabah.
1: You, you know, the good that you do, Allah knows. May Allah reward you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a big blessing to have people and especially talk about mental health. Yeah. And it's a big blessing to, to actually, you know, um, feel comfortable within yourself talking about it because we're all going some through some type of trauma difficulty test but to have support to talk about it to say that you know hey we're all in it
0: together Alhamdulillah. okay guys so we're gonna wrap it up in the show notes i'm going to put anila's pinterest link so you guys can visit i'm encouraging you to also start an instagram account and a facebook account so
1: i have a facebook right now i made one today oh really
0: good nice yeah. Yes. Okay, I hope you make an Instagram one too cuz over there it's all about pictures and your pins are like on spot like there's such uh, powerful pictures and you write like one quote but it, it goes like so far. So I hope you st- exactly. So I hope you start an Instagram account too um inshallah. inshallah i'll take it <laughs> okay inshallah. okay so guys you'll you can visit anila on pinterest and on her facebook page is there anything else you want to share before you go um anything else how your workouts
1: honestly it's not uh, i wish it was more but i go for walks alhamdulillah every day 30 minutes at least i get out um uh, workouts i've been doing a lot of, uh, like i've been uh haven't working out for a month but i've been walking but i've been doing pilates i don't know it sounds i know i usually don't like like pilates Uh but um i started this new one i I could send it to you and i find her um it's really good i really like i really do i really like. usually it's too slow for me like that's what i find too (laughs) yeah but this one she incorporates like um bar workouts b-a-r-r-e
0: okay oh that's good yeah okay yeah
1: so, it really, uh, you know, works uh, your muscles. You don't need to use
0: any um, weights. And man, I miss your uh, mint tea and oh, yeah, banana <laughs> bread. <laughs> was- oh, I just like the- <laughs> come on down Thaba, come on down, I'll cheat you. But it was always so warm in your house and it, it like made it all perfect because you had the good company and then you had the green mint oh, tea oh, and yeah. everything. Nice yeah. to have you, honestly, yeah. nice to
1: have you. I hope you can you could come and shine on right now and not, but you know i like these sub i like that you're making a podcast honestly i find that the benefit of it is that now that with covid and allah knows the situation people are listening more to podcasts and um you know it's it, yours are awesome because they're short and they're a reminder and you know you get your fix of the day right you know yeah. so i think that's so important to have because not everybody has 30 45 minutes to study you know sit down and study you know the the reason being i made my pins because uh, I didn't have 40, 30, 40 minutes to study. So whenever I made them, I thought about what would I like during the day to hear about, you know, what could inspire me to keep going, you know? Yeah, so it started off like that, you know, and SubhanAllah, I just find it's it's a blessing to, you know, that you started this during the COVID because you know, imagine our life was going the way it was, we wouldn't have time to like actually slow down and really connect, you know?
0: Yeah, I find that's really true.
1: Yes, yeah, panel. It's 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 a, it's a. I know it's not easy. I'm not gonna say it's easy because it's it's really not. It's really not easy. But
0: yeah. alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah. I encourage our viewers to start your own like, quote unquote, pins or podcasts. I mean, it doesn't have to be the exact same thing, but your own version of finding something good during this hardship. Yeah.
1: So absolutely. Uh, in terms of like inspiration, what yeah. can you? What are you you drawn towards, and what makes your energy flow you know it's important to to put that energy in something that you're really good at because Allah gave everybody a talent yeah. every single person and so you know just ask Allah to to inspire you guide you towards that inshallah you're going to get your chance to to you know to help others you know and whatever comes from the heart goes straight to the heart okay
0: so then talk to you soon Anila thank you so much for coming on inshallah. again and, all right, take care. inshallah
1: you too. Assalamu alaikum
0: wa rahmatullahi That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please remember to subscribe, share this episode with your friends and family. All right, see you in my next episode. Assalamu alaikum.